Welcome to the Mom Guilt Podcast. I'm your host, Vanna, a dermatology nurse practitioner turned wellness enthusiast. We're not here to get rid of mom guilt. Instead, we will give you the tools and systems to get you through whatever season you're in because when you have the right systems, you're able to experience freedom in motherhood and prioritize yourself. Mom Guild exists to introduce you to the life-changing habits that can create a life you never thought possible. If you're listening to this, you are not here by mistake, and I can't wait for you to dive into all things wellness and prioritization. Hey guys, welcome back to the Mom Guilt Podcast. I'm your host, Vanna. If you are one of the listeners that I see listens the day that these come out or you're part of the Mom Guilt community, thank you so much for being here. And if you're new, welcome. So today I want to talk about why I've started to change to a more conscious lifestyle Literally this week, one of my best friends texted me, and if you're watching on YouTube, you can see that I'm reading this. So she sends me a text that says, Vanna, here's the most amazing candles. Here's the most amazing diffuser. Here's the most amazing perfume. Her name's Ashley. Ashley, awesome. I'll buy all of them. And then the next line says, Vanna, candles and scents are bad. (laughs) And... I totally get that because I have found all of these things that I absolutely love. And it's actually research proven that we are emotionally connected to scents, fragrances, and things like that. And I'm not going to lie. I love a good smelling perfume, shampoo, conditioner. Like that's, I say this over and over. That's going to be the hardest one for me to find and replace is because we love them. I mean, I love scents, but I've started to go more towards clean and I'm going to explain to you why. And I don't like to say clean. And you will hear me say that term because that's just what people recognize it as. It's an industry-created standard And I'll get a little bit deeper into it, like specifically with um, like makeups and skincare. But if you know me or are part of the mom guilt community, you know, I don't like that term because it is not regulated. And I think that the term is overused to like greenwash people and sell products that aren't even what they advertise them are. Like they'll put on the label that it's clean or they will have like the brand name sound safe. And then when you turn it over and you look at the ingredients on the back, there's like fragrance and perfumes in it. So we're going to say clean, but I really like to stick more towards like a safer and more conscious home. And listen, I used to be the person that thought this was a fear mongering, like woo woo. I would roll my eyes at it like this is absolutely ridiculous. There is nothing wrong with me having scents in my lotions, things like that. So why have I changed my mind? And side note, thank you for being the community that lets me evolve and change my mind. Because honestly, if you're not evolving and changing, then I mean, that's kind of sad, but also 
I, that's the kind of friend that I want to be. That's the kind of wife, mom. Like if you change your mind, I want to be the type of person that sits down and says, okay, like, why are you changing your mind? Let me hear out your side. I think that's the Enneagram nine in me too. I always see both sides and like to see both sides. So I have definitely changed and evolved. Now I'm all about the research and numbers, but I will disclaim I'm not an expert on this. So this is going to be my opinion. And I know a lot of people won't agree. I mean, the closest people to me do not agree with me at this point, but they at least respect it. Like I've started switching products in our home, limited certain drinks and foods for my boys. And my husband doesn't necessarily agree with it, nor would he implement this himself. But let's just say he's complying with it. I've done my own research. I'll link resources for you in the show notes and you can do your own too. If you want me to do like a deep, deep dive into talking about the research, please like comment on the Mom Guilt Podcast Instagram, rate and review this and let me know because we can definitely do that. But I like to stay in my lane. I would love to interview experts on this that like this is all that they do. They do deep dives. They know the research like the back of their hands. Like, sure, I can go look it up, but then you have to look at the studies and you have to like see what the controls were, things like that. You can't just read something on the Internet and take take it as like the actual word. So this is just going to be practical steps I'm taking to make my home and my life more conscious. And the hard part is it's so convenient to get things that are not necessarily safer or better for you at the store. Like you can run to Target, you can run to Walmart, you can run to CVS. And when you go to grab something off the shelf, like that's super convenient. And not to mention, like I've said before, it smells good. And there is research to show there's an environment, <laughs> an emotional attachment to fragrance. So it's like nostalgia. I think it's like the the reason that we all want that pine smelling scent every Christmas or like that pumpkin-y fall scent during when the leaves start to change their colors. Like it just brings something out that makes you actually happy. Also, the challenge is, like I've mentioned before, is greenwashing. You have to know and educate yourself on what ingredients you don't want in your products that you're wanting to avoid. Because if you, if you don't and you're just taking the word of the label saying that it's clean, I mean, you sh- honestly shouldn't do it anyways. Because like a lot of, I'll get into this, but like a lot of the beauty stores, Sephora, Ulta, things like that, they have a clean stamp on them. The stamp literally says clean. And that means certain things. But like what I'm specifically focusing on, like fragrance, that's not on their list of things that they consider to be clean, if that makes sense. So what are these ingredients doing? From what I have researched and what knowledge I have gained, they are describing disrupting our hormones. They're endocrine disruptors. They are carcinogens. They're ecotoxic, meaning harmful to the environment. Or they can just be irritants. Like they're not, like there are some ingredients that I look up on the app that I use that says 
the rating is like higher, but when you actually click on and see why the rating is higher, it's because it can just cause like irritation to your skin or eczema. Even though I'm a dermant pee, like I'm not so much as worried about that as like the endocrine disruptors and the carcinogens, like things that are going to cause cancer. And one of the main things that I have been slowly working from eliminating my home is specifically fragrance. And they're naming this the new secondhand smoke. It's like when cigarettes came out, the industry lied to you. We didn't know that it was terrible for you. But like fast forward to now, we know it's so bad for you. So I think that's just kind of like a predictor of where this is going to go. And I, you know, I did an interview and one of my guests said, you know, in the next 10 years, there's fragrance in everything. And in the next 10 years, you're going to find a lot of companies and a lot of products do not even put that um, into like their production. So what you want to be careful of also that can be super tricky. Like this is the whole greenwashing thing. The label will say natural fragrance or unscented and those things aren't even safe. So again, you really need to educate yourself because natural fragrance undergo like this process or additives to make it actually harmful as well. And then a lot of unscented products actually do have a scent to mask the other scents in there. So it's just like, I don't know. I guess it does the job of being unscented, but it doesn't, it defeats the purpose if you're getting unscented to be more clean. So really you just want to make sure it says fragrance free, turn the label on the back and then make sure it says it doesn't say fragrance or perfume in like the ingredient list. So, and if you don't believe me, like a many, I guess foundations is what you would call them have started to adopt this. And I, I will link this article article because I got it from Branch Basics and like the American Lung Association has created a fragrance free policy for workplaces and for schools. Harvard University Teaching Hospital is a model for promoting fragrance free policies in their hospital. Brigham and Women's Hospital has even initiated a campaign for fragrance free healthcare. So like these these corporations, these foundations, things like that. I don't know if that's even the right term. They wouldn't be putting the time and effort into these things if it just wasn't a thing, if it was just woo-woo fear-mongering, right? How do we overcome this and what are safe swaps? I'm speaking from my experience personally. I'm not going to put something on here that I want to try or if I do, I'll let you know that like I haven't personally tried it. But these are things in my personal life that I have switched over and I get these questions a lot on social media, DMs or like families and friends. They're like, okay, well, wh- like what do I even do? So... First and foremost, they say that you need, I say they, the podcasts I listen to research like the, and the people that I've interviewed say the easiest thing to switch first are your household products. I did an episode with Clean Mama and she is actually one of the resources. So I've really just handmade some of my cleaning products from her website, her blog. She tells you the ingredients, like the formulas. It is incredibly easy. The only thing is I don't love the smell of them. (laughs) Hence the fragrance. Um, I have to find the right essential oil blend and she has her own. I have not personally tried them. I tried to make them myself and it hadn't worked out, but her cleaning products that I don't add essential oils to doesn't smell bad. Like it gets the job done. Things are very clean. A cleaning product that I do have in my home is Branch Basics. 
And I have bought this with my own money. This is not sponsored. You get the like huge concentrate and then you mix it with water in different concentrations in all of the bottles. And it makes it incredibly easy. Like the concentrate I have now has lasted me like two or three months. I use it as my laundry detergent too. But I'm actually, I've ordered Molly Suds. I've heard a million people talk about Molly Suds. One of my best friends has used it and said it was really good. Um, and that is considered like a safer option as well. So for household products, I would recommend Branch Basics if you want to make your own clean mama and then Molly Suds, which is really nice because it's on Amazon. I will definitely keep you guys updated. I, it's supposed to arrive today, actually. So. The second area is I have slowly started to switch out like the nonstick pots and pans. So like the nonstick coating has a lot of plastics in them. And then if you think about it, when you're cooking your food, those plastics are literally seeping into your food. And even like air fryers, I've listened to this on a podcast, air fryers have that plastic coating as well. They make like glass air fryers that are safer. And uh, what I, we really just use cast iron. And then the air fryer that we have is one of those like oven looking ones. It's more of like a stainless steel. Um, and then also I have been swapping all of my Tupperware and drinkware from plastic to either glass or stainless steel. And this is like slowly, like you could ask for these things for gifts from your family since the holidays are here um, or like slowly but surely budget it. Like I, I personally can't even just buy all new things and I understand and I'm sensitive to the fact that everyone is likely on a budget. So just, just do this slowly over time. Like I know it personally makes me feel better to have a plan versus just looking at this and or listening to this and being like, how in the world am I going to do all of that? Like, write down the things you want to swap out, slowly check them off a little bit at a time. That's what I'm doing. I still have some Tupperware that's plastic. I will eventually get rid of it. Like, I think the latest thing I got rid of is like those cutting boards that are plastic. And I just kept all of my wooden ones. And then I got rid of all of our nonstick pans because we have cast irons. My husband wasn't too happy about it. He was like, Vanna, now we are limited to the amount of pots and pans that we have. And I was like, well, that's okay. I'll personally wash them. Uh, he hasn't really held me up to that bargain. But, you know, don't, if you see him, don't mention that. Um, and then moving on to like other than household products, Something that you really don't think about a lot of time is water filters. A lot of brands have water filters and I don't personally have one that I recommend like over the other. There are several ones that you can look up, read reviews on. There's like my hairdresser. Um, Abby recommends the Aqua Bliss. So you can just like get on Amazon. I am a terrible client and I've not gotten it yet. But like if I was going to buy one, I would buy that one. And then I get ads all the time. I'm sure I'm about to get ads now that I'm talking. My phone's next to me too about um, shower filters specifically. And I have actually recommended this for patients that have eczema or like they get dermatitis throughout the year recurrently. I've told them to switch out their shower filters. I know a lot of other derm providers do this as well. And solely by doing that, they have gotten better. 
So there's definitely something to it, not to mention all of the chemicals that are in our water and are treated by the city that are getting onto your hair and your skin. The reason I was originally motivated to get a water filter is to let my color lasts longer and my hair to look and feel better. So like wasn't even like the chemical aspect. This was like a year ago. And then now, I mean, it is something something to think about all of the chemicals that they treat our water systems with like through the city. Now moving on to candles. This is like the big I'm a candle person. I posted a video on TikTok that went viral about doing a simmer pot because I'm trying to eliminate candles. So that's my number one recommendation for candles is for you to alternate it with like a simmer pot. And I literally just use things that I had in my house. I uh, You can buy a really cute glass pot. You have to be careful about running it though. I had a lot of people comment and say it's actually safer to use a crock pot that runs all day. But if I'm using my like cute glass simmer pot from Amazon that I have linked, um, I will heat it up to like a boil and then turn it on low for like 10 minutes and then turn it off. And I'm used to it now. But when people come into my home, I'm like, can you smell the simmer pot? They're like, yeah, absolutely. It smells like a candle. So safer swap for a candle simmer pot. And then there are safer candle options. I have not tried these, but from what I've looked up, it's the safest option is a beeswax with like essential oils. What you have to be really careful of is if anyone in your home is has eczema or has like allergies, this can cause breakouts. I've told this story before, but I had a patient that we did allergy testing on them. They were compliant, but their um, spouse was spraying Febreze. As soon as they cut that out, because it's the scents, fragrances, chemicals, things like that. As soon as they cut that out, their rashes stopped. So just think about that. If you have somebody in your house that has a sensitive, sensitive skin type, maybe you shouldn't be doing like a diffuser or um, like candles. You can also do the diffusers with essential, essential oils as well. Um, and then where you're sourcing those essential oils from is like a whole different conversation. And then perfume. I'm also a perfume girl. Like I used to be obsessed with, mo I think it's Molecule 2. I think my husband liked Molecule 1. And then I like Molecule 2. It's like on the essential line. If you've ever smelled this fragrance, you know. Like I started wearing this and then all my friends got it because they were like, that smells so good. And it smells a little bit different on everybody. So I used to be obsessed with it. I still am, but I don't wear scents anymore. But I listened to a podcast with Michelle Pfeiffer on it and she founded Henry Rose. And that is EWG verified fragrance. So it is a safer fragrance. If I bought their like mini collection of all of their fragrances, I think my favorite one is Jake's House. Um, and then I also like windows down. But if you need a safer perfume option, I would recommend Henry Rose. Like I said, is also EWG verified. And speaking of EWG verified, that is a website and there's even an app. It's the Environmental Working Group. The whole premise of their, like the why behind 
what they're doing is for you to be able to make informed decisions for healthier choices. And like I said, they have an app. There's like an EWG stamp. And now you're starting to see it on Amazon for like their EWG certified products, um, which there's like a whole list of the criteria. It's a PDF that's multiple pages long if you want to go look at it. But I would trust that to be a very safe product. They divide all of like it's on a scale from one to 10, the lower, the better. But even if it is higher, like I said, you can click on it and see why the number is higher. Like, is it just irritants? Is it carcinogenic? Is it an endocrine disruptor? So I'll do that on my app for a lot of products. So they are an amazing resource that you can double check. I think there's another app called like you. Yukon, you can, uh, that I'm totally butchering that for sure. I'm not going to look it up, but you have to pay for it. EWG is free. Um, and they've done a lot of podcasts with people. If you'll just like look them up, you can definitely listen to their stuff. And they have a lot of research, like articles, blog posts. You can literally search anything like, candles or baby products like things like that and they have they likely have a blog post or like um, with supportive research to it so i love them as a resource i also love branch basics like i use their products and that's how i found them but they have an amazing like database of blog posts and articles on Literally anything you can think of. Like I mentioned, they're the candles. They also have like why fragrance is bad for you, things like that. And these are experts writing them versus me just being like, I think fragrance is bad for you because of X, Y, and Z. So I would definitely use Branch Basics as a resource. And then I have heard that like if you're the type of person that you want someone to come into your house and do everything for you, I have heard Test My Home speak on multiple podcasts. They'll come into your home and they'll tell you like the potential hazards, dangers. I mean, even things like if your home has lead in it, uh, mold, things like that. But then they can also tell you like safer swaps, like safer humidifiers. Like they, they have their own or maybe they recommend one. I don't know. Um but they are a great resource. I have not personally used them yet, but I hope to in the future. And then things like foods, like I don't let my kids drink red dye if I can help it. I, yeah, I'm a red dye person. Um, I also try not to have like seed oils. Again, I am not perfect with this. And like sometimes you're going to catch me out and my kids drinking a Gatorade because my husband got it for him at a concession stand. I'm not the kind of person that's just going to take it from them and throw it away. Like we're trying to be healthier, more conscious, but like we're not getting stressed and OCD over this. So um, for safe swaps for like snacks, drinks, things like that. I really love the food babe on Instagram. I am sure you've heard of her. If you have not, she is a wealth of knowledge and there's tons of other accounts like that. Um, so that was a lot of me rambling. Thank you for sticking through it. If I didn't answer any questions, please comment on mommy guilt podcasts, um, posts, DM me on there because I just want to be a source of knowledge 
And I also want you guys to be a source of knowledge too. So comment your safe swaps on the latest IG post on Mom Guilt Podcast. And if you know someone or are someone that would like to be a guest that is an expert on this topic that can like do a deeper dive, please DM me. Um, all of the like social links are in the show notes. Thanks again for hanging in there with me. If you want more like this for my solo episodes or even have certain categories you want me to touch on for solo episodes, make sure to comment on Instagram. Before you go to grow our mom guilt community, rate and review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Find and follow us on Instagram at mom guilt podcast and on TikTok at Vanna underscore NP. You can also watch each episode on video form at my YouTube channel, Vanna Padilla. Last but not least, always remember, take what you need and it's okay to want more. See you next time, mama.